0: What's going, Trophy Kids? we got an awesome one here for you. We are here to break down the entire bracket. We're going through each region, giving our picks, giving out some bets we're going to place, talking who we think are going to win the national championship. This is a good one. It's a long one, but we had to go through it all. So we hope you enjoy this. Thank you for your continued support, and let's mark. Welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is March 16th, the greatest week of the year has started. It is tournament season. We are ready to roll. We are going to do this for Dante live today, but we got Dante, Tim on the line. We're going to break down every region. We're going to break down the games we're looking for in each region. We're going to let you know how our brackets break out, where we are at championship level time. It's going to be a good one. But I think first, well, actually, how are we all doing today? It's the greatest
1: time of year. Yeah
0: best time of year in my week start
1: degrees in michigan 55 degrees in michigan it's going to be 65 degrees in michigan on thursday i mean that just doesn't happen you got st patrick's day coming up you got the tournament coming up you got the masters coming up all this stuff is fantastic
0: not even that. All and those things. Brady Tim resigned said. with my Bucks, so my week is off yeah, to a oh hot boy, start. <laughs> oh
1: <no,
2: no>, my!
0: <laughs> my god. year has turned around real quick, gentlemen.
2: Oh my god!
0: The pieces have already started to fall. I'm in Cincinnati, as some of the listeners may know. and the moment, Tom Brady came back. There goes Jensen. Go to the Bengals. Nope, he's coming back to the Bucks. Gronk, if he's going to play next year, going to probably come back to the Bucks. The dominoes are falling. It's been great. I love it. Now we're we're ready to compete in the weakest conference of all football.
1: Nate got his like one week without football. Football <laughs> yeah. season ended for him for a, for a week, and then he, he woke up from his nap two weeks later.
2: And here Tom Brady is resigning. It's awesome. I mean, he, he famously always says football is all year long. So It
0: is. Football is king. It is all year. We never sleep. I know Ross seems always like you sleep in April. I'm always like, as soon as the Super Bowl overs, over I'll sleep. I sleep for maybe a week, and then it's right back to it. <laughs> Yeah. I did hop on the scale though, personal note this week for the first time since like November and whoo football season was rough on the body, boys. It was rough on the body this year.
1: Shortly after that, I got a stair stepper notification from Nate on the, on the Apple watch. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> My ass headed to the gym for the first time in a while, like, oh, those pounds need to come off before summertime goes around. It was a tough it was a I tough was- football season.
2: Sounds like I need to add both of you to my Apple Watch friends. Um and you can see how much activity I do not do throughout the day. <laughs> we'll um, never get
1: an exercise notification from Dante, is what you're telling me.
2: Well, if I go on a hike, you will. Okay. That's fair. But um those only happens
1: that... on trips or do you do those in No, travel?
2: we you know, um I, I try to get out and hike a okay. lot. I really like hiking. So um maybe like at the very least twice a month.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. I realize my pro- awesome. my my problem is probably the fact that I eat like a cake or a piece of cake like once or twice a week. Not probably the best habit, but when they're two dollars at Kroger, how do you pass it up? It's a bucko slice. I okay. told my girlfriend that this week. She goes, Yeah, I think that's your
1: problem right there. I was like, Yeah, I should cut that out. I would say that's one of them. I would say that that's one of them. I'm a sucker diet for is, a deal. Diet is king there.
0: I'm a sucker for a deal and a treat. I got a massive sweet tooth, and that has really hurt me this offseason. But enough of that. We got a a big show here. We are going to break down a long show. All We got you covered. Everything bracket-wise. We're going to go through each uh, region, talk about the games we're looking forward to, how we think it breaks out. Dante is doing his live. He has not even Uh, gotten to it. Yeah, so this should be interesting. Um I'm going to say it, we've been saying it for the past couple weeks when I was going through this. This is the most wide open bracket I think I've ever seen. Like one, I think it's the best bracket they've put together. Like yeah, there was a couple teams that maybe you can complain about seeding wise, but for the most part, I think everybody that got in should have gotten in. I think the field is really level for the most part. Like there are, you know, when you look at the regions overall, there's maybe one that sticks out or two, but I think in all of them, you have m- multiple potential winners. This is the best bracket I think we've seen in a long time because it isn't just one or two teams versus the field. It's, a, it's, I don't know, maybe one through eight teams that could potentially win this bad boy if things yeah, I break.
1: Really yeah. I, I really don't know what to do with this bracket because I'm like, oh, most of these teams can win it. A lot of these teams can win it. And then I go through and I end up with a mostly chalk. So I, I really don't know what to do with this bracket. Uh, my My head is just spinning right now.
2: Yeah, I am excited for us to talk about that Midwest region. It looks like pure chaos. Yeah. I want to know what your your guys's picks are, and I think that is the region that most people are going to end up getting the majority of it wrong.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I've like, I've already looked at it a couple times, and I. My brain is in a pretzel with that region for sure. It's going to be the last region we cover. Absolutely. But let's start with the West, where the number one overall seed is at. That is Gonzaga. They claim that. I have been a little bit outspoken that I think they're a bit of a fraudulent number one overall. But they are a well-deserving number one at this point. This region is interesting. It's a region that is going to have the hearts of two of the three members on this crew because you have Michigan State-Davidson potentially setting up for a Duke-Davidson or Duke-Michigan State, both great outcomes. Mm-hmm. How does your brackets break down in that first week? What are you liking? Let's start with the top half of that. So that's Gonzaga, Georgia State, Boise State, Memphis, Kentucky, New Mexico, Arkansas, Vermont.
2: Yeah, so let's start with Georgia State here um, versus Gonzaga. I, as much as I like the tenacity of Georgia State, there's no way they pull off this upset. Um, no, no, uh, what was it University of Maryland, whatever, none UMBC, of UMBC yeah. <laughs> none of that here. They just don't have the personnel or numbers to, um, to defeat them. Mainly, Georgia State won't be able to score enough points. They're number one hundred and seventy seventieth in offensive efficiency. There's no way Gonzaga could literally sleep and still win that game.
0: Yeah, no, that's a disaster game for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, nice that they got into the tournament. I I guess. Do you see? You know, this is going outside the bracket. I don't think there's a single one seed that really. If I'm if I'm looking at this, there wasn't a single first game when I looked at the one seeds where I was nervous about a one seed dropping it potentially. And I know it's happened because of UMBC, but like. One time. <laughs> Come on, it's not. I would be beyond shocked if one of these teams is out that early.
2: No. So we. I have, would agree. Yeah. There's no way. I don't think anyone. Uh, Kansas is the most vulnerable. Vulnerable, but even still, I don't think they're gonna lose. No.
0: I don't no. either. How about our Memphis team with this Boise State? I got Memphis beating Boise State, meeting the Zags in the second game. I. I think we talked about this briefly at least, me and you, Dante. <laughs> That Memphis, towards the end of the season, started to get some pieces rolling. The ball started moving in the right direction. This is a team coming to the tournament that I think can present a bit of a problem for the Zags in that second game. But I have them in that second game after beating Boise State.
1: Maybe. Um, I don't know what to do with Memphis. My favorite spin zone that I've ever heard in my entire life is from Mark Titus about Imani Bates, saying that Imani Bates is what Michigan State was missing, um, so that Isoka kick him off the team in January and create a little adversity. <laughs> 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 and that's kind of what happened here with Memphis. Imani Bates left, and the team kind of came together, and you could see that. I don't really know. I am. Uh, there's one... There's part of me that thinks Memphis could compete with Gonzaga. And there's part of me that says that Memphis won't get past Boise state. Now that makes sense because they're an eight, nine matchup. Um, I feel like they're becoming a little bit of a darling. Um, and a little bit of a public favorite when it comes to uh, Memphis being able to make a run because they made a run in the AAC tournament. Now we do have to remember that it is the AAC tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can go either way on this one, just like a typical 8-9 seed. I like Memphis, but I don't love them.
2: So here's the only argument that I have for Mem- These teams are more evenly matched than you may think. They really called a nice 8-9 seed game right here. Memphis is a 1,000 times better on offensive rebounding than Boise State. And if this game comes down to second-chance points, then I think Memphis – will win and then I'm with you Nate. I think Memphis could give the Zags a a little bit of trouble here. Um so I think I'm going to go ahead and and pick Memphis over Boise State for this one.
0: I like it. I like that. As we look through the rest of that kind of top half You know, you got UConn, New Mexico, Arkansas, Vermont. I don't have much on these. I think UConn, I think New Mexico State can put up a bit of a fight, but I like UConn in that game. I like Arkansas. It's a pretty easy, when I look at that part of the bracket, that was probably the easiest part I've had to fill out for that first game set. So I got Zags, Memphis, UConn, Arkansas. And then from there, my first big upset of the season. Because I have zero faith in Gonzaga, so I'm just getting them out of my bracket early, which could become a big problem for me. But I have them losing to Memphis, and then I have UConn beating Arkansas, landing at a Memphis-UConn Sweet 16 game.
2: Ooh, that's interesting. Whoa. Yes. That is very um, interesting.
1: <laughs> that is that is i've i've seen big east bias and i'm seeing it more and more through you right now um <laughs> the one game that i do want to look at i know nate kind of looked past it is the arkansas vermont game i mean i think that's gonna tell us kind of what team we're getting out of arkansas arkansas has the potential to go on a big run here yep. i think but they also have a they also have the potential to collapse in this first round. So I, I I went through this bracket first time and kind of circled a few games on the ones for looking out for uh, betting purposes in the second round. Um, and that Arkansas-Vermont game is one that I have circled because I don't really know what to do with Arkansas. Arkansas kind of scares me that they, they could, they have the guard play, they could be able to make a decent run, but they could collapse in the first round too
2: yeah I think if Arkansas turns the ball over too much, which is gonna be a theme in this uh tournament here there are a lot of turnover prone teams because the guard play isn't really strong this year in the um in the field. and so if Arkansas turns over the ball one too many times, I think Vermont has a chance to upset here. Now this is where I'm gonna throw a word to caution a word of caution. A lot of people are picking this thirteen over four and I think there's more interesting upsets to pick than this one so I think I'm gonna roll with Arkansas and then as you had Nate I as much as I love New Mexico and uh and that upset that 512 upset I think I'm gonna take UConn and then I have Gonzaga versus UConn um in the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Yeah, I should preface this that I don't have a lot of f- faith in Memphis beating the Zags, but my risk-reward on this, because I do not think the Zags are a very good team, but we did talk about, oh, they are a good team, but I think they are a flawed one, as most of these teams have flaws, and I think they are beatable. This bracket didn't set up as well matchup-wise, I thought, to expose some of those weaknesses, but I still just feel like at some point they're going to lay a goose egg. Like, I don't think the Zags are getting to the Final Four. Out of all the one-seeds... I I don't think they have it in them.
1: So we, we've been kind of waiting for this for a little while out of Gonzaga. They've, they've looked a lot like, like Villanova before Jay Wright got them finally over the hump where they kept coming back. They kept coming back. We always said, like, this is the year. This is the year that they're going to be able to do it. Um, and then Villanova from – from what I remember, they they did it with not their best team when they ended up making the run to the tournament and, and winning it. I think Gonzaga could do that this year. Um, and that's also just 100% bias on me liking Gonzaga. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really a total feeling thing. Um, and you will see that as we get down to the lower part of this region as well, Let's is where I'm going as far as, as what I feel. I do have Gonzaga versus Arkansas. I am concerned about Arkansas just like I said.
0: Oh, I don't think they get past UConn. Guys. I don't think that team is ready for the kind of like when we talk about these Arkansas um like Alabama teams where if you just push them off their line a little bit because they are mostly relying on Pate and you get them into a physical kind of game, that is where they have trouble. And I think UConn presents that challenge. Like I have you- Almost zero faith in Arkansas beating UConn there. And that is, you can call that a Big East bias, but I think UConn is built to beat Arkansas perfectly.
2: I was just about to say that UConn has just played better opponents and played better basketball than than Arkansas. And I think if you're playing a game of attrition here, um, I'm going to pick UConn every time.
0: Well, well, yeah, and the perfect example is that UConn versus Auburn game we got earlier in the season. Like, mm-hmm. Auburn's the better team than Arkansas – And you saw what the Huskies were able to do. Now that was a very competitive basketball game. And, you know, it ended up being a lot closer than people may have thought going into it. But like that is the type of that is what I look at when I look to grade this game. And I've got UConn handling Arkansas pretty pretty decently right there. Let's talk about the bottom region, because that is the more interesting region to me. This is a region where I feel like some of the best basketball is going to be played in the early rounds. What do you like in this? I know your team is in there. So what do you <laughs> like here? Now, this is a matchup that I think you have brainwashed me into thinking that an upset can happen in the Davidson-Michigan State game. You can talk me in or out of that. But what are you guys looking at when you look at the bottom of this bracket? Because I think Before this is Before we go to the
2: Davidson-Michigan State game, I have to say that I not only do I think Rutgers is going to win their play-in game, I think they're going to beat Alabama. Really? Why? I don't hate
1: that either. Rutgers I is. thinking think they could go on a UCLA type run.
2: Yes. What in and what team is going to do it? Statistically, one team is going to mm-hmm. do it. We don't know. What Somebody's
1: one... going to do it. It has to, yeah. it has to be out of the playing game.
2: It has to be out of playing game. I'm picking Rutgers, and that's some Big Ten bias. I don't know you,
0: Rutgers is getting past Notre Dame, but
2: what?
1: I feel like it's either going to be Rutgers or like
2: Wyoming.
0: Rutgers instills like confidence you Wyoming. after watching how they play away from their home
2: court. No, but also (laughs) I played this Rutgers Rutgers team like I didn't play Michigan State, but I know how streaky, if if you want to talk about a streaky team, is Rutgers.
0: That's fair. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they're a team that was very good at home, and then when they played away from their home court, was suspect, to say the least, in my opinion. That's how I view it, and that doesn't instill a ton of confidence in me for the tournament, but I mean, it's possible. I don't have a ton of faith in Alabama. I have them out after the second game to Texas Tech. Alabama's just inconsistent. I um, agree. That's why.
2: Especially against, like, defensive teams.
0: That's why I have been losing to Texas Tech because Texas Tech plays very, very, I almost said perfect, but extremely good defensive basketball, and that transfers to the tournament more than Mm -hmm. offense will ever transfer to the tournament. And that's why I really like Texas Tech in this bracket because that defense, they have shown that they didn't miss a beat this year and their defense is very very good.
2: Yeah, um the Texas Tech Montana um State there that's another one where I think like Texas Tech could sleep and still win that game. Um Montana State from the Big Sky um don't they don't beat Texas Tech in much in any of the the in the, any of the stats. They don't even like, strength of schedule, Texas Tech is two, right? In their recent games, Texas Tech has played more, um, obviously, better opponents, but scored more against opponents in their last 10 games. I don't think Montana State has... This is not the upset that you pick. Um, But I'm saying all that to say Texas Tech is the team that I'm going to pull out to face Gonzaga in this region, or in this part of the bracket. That is
1: what I'm doing as well, so that scares me.
0: See, I love this is what I'm talking about though. This is this is the one team that, you know, the Zag thing probably a little silly with Memphis. We'll see. But Texas Tech, if they can meet them in the Elite 8, presents a real problem defensively mm-hmm. because not only are the, the Tex, Texas Tech the number 1 efficiency defense in the country. They are top 10 when it comes to near ba- or near the basket percentage defense. They're 7th as well as number one in the percentage of near baskets allowed. They only allow 25% of those shots to go in right now. Number one in the country. They're also extremely good in field goal percentage. Teams have shot the worst against Texas Tech. They have held teams to a 56.55% field goal percentage. That's first in the nation. They are, across the board when you look at their advanced statistics, an incredibly tough defensive team. And they can match up stylistically very well against what the Zags want to do offensively. And we could have a situation very much like what St. Mary's does where if you can frustrate and you can put it on the guards of Gonzaga to win the game, mm-hmm. you have a shot. And that is I why I very much like this Texas tech team coming out of this side of the bracket. I had to redo my bracket because initially I had UConn coming out and I realized that was my my bias. I usually I initially had UConn being in the final four for this side, but I have switched the it to final Texas Tech. Four. Yes, well, because I had
1: the Zags. Well, when it's Texas Tech versus UConn, I mean.
0: That was the yeah. matchup I had was UConn versus Texas Tech, and I realized there was yeah, probably found a little. They had to run through Memphis. I had to check my bias at the door. It's mine. And I, I got Texas Tech now in the final four out of this bracket.
2: Yeah, I really like Texas Tech. Like you said, I think the defense makes the difference for them. Defense wins championships It's true for football. It's true for basketball. Um, the only thing that scares me about Texas Tech against the Zags. Um, if that's what we're talking about is Texas Tech does not shoot a lot of threes. um, And so if you get into a game of scoring um, and Texas Tech's defense doesn't show up, I, the Zags run away with it.
0: I think that's yeah. funny you mentioned that because that was the next point I was going to get to. If you are a Texas Tech doubter, it comes down to three-point per, three percentage. They are 265th in the Ooh. nation when it comes <sighs> to three-point <laughs> attempts per 100 trips and they are 161st when it comes to percentage of hitting those shots so not a great showing from there but they are 15th in the nation when it comes to field goal percentage offensively so their mid-range game their mid-range game is very good but that is the concern if if there is a if if you want to to bet against somebody against gonzaga that is your concern you nailed it perfectly dante that three-point percentage is concerning
2: now, if you want to talk about a team who has both mid-range game and three-point shooting, um, I'll point you to the Davidson Wildcats. <laughs> Let's right? talk
0: about it. By the hey. way, before we you give us, if we talk about that game a winner, is this not the most perfect setup from the committee that if Duke wins their first game, they either have to play Tom Izzo and we get the Clash of the Titans one more time, or they got to go play Davidson against all the kids that wanted to go to Duke but couldn't get there? <laughs> Like no. perfect on the committee's point. No, this is. I no, think I'm, it's perfect. I'm
1: sick of saying that this is perfect on the committee's point. They did this a hundred percent on purpose. And on purpose. And they're making there Duke travel. <laughs> there wasn't even a doubt in my mind. They perfect. Are, but so they kind of are, but they're not because this first one is in South Carolina, right? Yeah. Is it? Yes, oh, it's in the that. West, but it's yeah, in Dave, South Carolina, <laughs> right? Davidson <laughs> and
2: Duke get to basically play. Whatever. It play.
1: still
0: works. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Both get to play a home game. Yeah, if you – Yeah, it's Davidson, in green, That's so right on the bracket.
2: Right. If green. Davidson doesn't have that place packed, packed, they should. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, back to your
0: Michigan State Davidson. Give it to me your breakdown here because this is yeah, one so- that I keep going back and forth with.
2: I want to pick an upset here, but – This is the upset you – this is the easiest. This isn't an upset. First of all, Michigan State and Davidson and the net are – like three teams apart and Kim Pond they're one team apart. So these teams are more statistically alike than not. The difference being um Davidson is ranked eighth in three point shooting and eighteenth in field goal percentage where while MSU is a good three point shooting team ranked 21st, that's not eighth. Um <laughs> Davidson presents <laughs> Davidson presents two problems for MSU. Um, up top. Good guard play, right, with Foster Lawyer, who uh, was a former Spartan, and a wing who can not only shoot a three, but make a mismatch with Lee, um, and who draws fouls. And if you haven't watched Michigan State play, we pick up a lot of fouls, but don't draw a lot of fouls. So, I think if you get in the late-game situation, I mean, books has MSU, you know, by one, I think that's right. Can MSU win this game? Yes. Can MSU potentially blow Davidson out? Absolutely. Because Davidson does not play a lot of good defense. But that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to outscore you. Um, and so it, it, this is another narrative, Nate, that I keep seeing on Twitter that I just want everybody to stop saying. Neither one of our guards is going to lock up Foster Lawyer. Because it's just D- Davidson does a lot of switching. MSU was uh, uh, susceptible to that, but also, Davidson has two other spot-up shooter, w- spot-up shooters, which Lawyer will find because that's what he did at MSU and that's what he's done at Davidson. That's all he needs to do. I think this is not an upset. This is just a smart call. Pick Davidson over MSU.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that. And then I get in my feels and I feel like Tyson Walker could turn into Travis Trice of 2010 <laughs> and go on a, go on a run to the final four. Like he, I, if he gets healthy, I, I don't know. I feel like he was just starting to find it. And then he got hurt in the first two minutes of that game. Look, so
2: I'm going to pick know. MSU in one, I'm doing two <laughs> brackets. I'm going to pick MSU in one of my brackets. Don't worry. But I think for outside looking in, you got to pick Davis in here.
0: I don't hate it. I mean, they are plus one right now in the spread. The big tip I'll give, and I'll get into some gambling picks that I like. Not a ton right now, early in the week. I love unders in the first round. My thing right there. And then you got to pick and choose the underdogs. Don't go underdog crazy because people love to do it, and the statistics just aren't there to back it up. Yes, they happen, and that's what sticks out in our brain. But from a betting standpoint, you got to gauge it. Like a one-point underdog, pick and choose your spots now there are some out there that present some really good opportunities i think but yeah and
2: you gotta pick and choose your spots goes out there and guards the three point line well which they have done in the past and they don't get beat on switches which is eh. davidson could find themselves on the wrong side of being down 14 or 15 Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's very true all right so with that being said How does your bracket shake out here? Because I do. I think Duke takes care of business against CSU Fulton. Then you got Duke Davidson.
2: Yep. Duke Davidson. Then I got Texas Tech Duke. Then I got Texas Tech against uh, Gonzaga. Oh, all right.
1: And I have MSU against Duke and then MSU against Texas Tech. I like it, Tim. (laughs) Let's go. I like it. I I like it. I do not have any faith in Duke. Um, I just don't have any faith in Duke, and then it's either for me, it's either going to be MSU or Davidson to play against Texas Tech.
2: Do you know I will rip up my bracket, I will burn it, and <laughs> Michigan State ends Coach K's career. Oh, <laughs> be perfect. Would just
1: March would be over.
2: It would be over. I, we don't even have I, to win.
1: We'd be a happy man. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. We don't matter. even have to win the
2: tournament. I would just be like, "Hey, you remember Coach K? You know yeah, the last they,
1: team." He they did not even have to win the NIT. God,
0: don't even get don't even get me started with Xavier and the Nit. Um, participation trophies left and right. They are in the embodiment of what this show title is. Um, They're
2: playing at home.
0: I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware. The amount of times I got asked. Yeah, the amount of times I got asked today by coworkers and other members of this podcast, "Am I going to the game?" And the answer was always, "Fuck no, I'm not going to a 9 p.m. Nit game. Get out of here with this." You know how mad I would be if I was there at 11 o'clock and we lost that game by chance? Um, All right. By chance. Yeah, I shouldn't even say that. Um, But the sad tour is so perfect by Coach K. I mean, losing to UNC at home in your final game, losing to Virginia Tech in the ACC Championship, which was awesome. I was at a bar on Saturday, got the whole place going for it. Um, Does he come... Does he come back? Does he unannounced no, retirement if no. he's if he loses in the second game of the tournament to Izzo after losing to UNC at home in its final game and Virginia Tech in the ACC championship and then Izzo in week or game two?
1: It would make my day if he came back <laughs> be because so it would show even more to the world how big of an egomaniac this guy oh, is.
0: The biggest.
1: <laughs> There'd be no questions anymore. There's still a little bit of questions by some of the Duke faithful and some of the people on the outside looking in that are like, "Oh yeah, it's coach K's last year. That's so good for him." No, this this dude's an ego maniac. He needs to leave basketball. He he did he did well here.
0: This has been the best part because up until about this week, you know, Xavier has been very depressing. My future outlook on my NFL team has been extremely depressing. But what has gotten through it like soul food to my soul. Is Coach K losing in these spots? It's been fantastic. I've been having an absolute blast with it, um, so I do enjoy that.
2: Oh man, I I am praying for a Duke MSU
0: MSU be so beating perfect. Duke.
2: Oh, I
0: want it so badly, so so badly.
2: And you, that would be CBS would love that.
0: Oh, it'd be the best. The marketing <laughs> for that game would be French kiss delicious. Um. All right, let's switch yeah,
1: over. I don't care what the schedule looks like. It would be the the six thirty game it would be the first game back from break. Yep. The six thirty marquee game this for everybody game, to see.
2: America has mm-hmm. to watch. <laughs> yes. The <laughs> merchandise that will come out of that game—they <laughs> will produce you know it that, so fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know that little break when everything goes on pause for like thirty minutes when there's no real game going on because none of them went into overtime and none of them got pushed. If that ever happens, you get that little break. This one, the first game coming right back on. Oh man. I like it. Well,
0: all right. Let's
2: in some s- reality slide
0: over <laughs> to the south. The south, to me,
2: the south
0: could be pure chaos, or it could be pure brilliant basketball. I think, I think the Midwest is the chaos region. I think we can all agree on that. That yeah, has the think, most potential yeah. for just pure unadultery chaos. But the south sets up in. Honestly, it has my eyes go to it every time because the top seeds are perfect with Arizona, Villanova, Tennessee, Houston rounding out the five, or you got Illinois at the four, Houston at the five. That rounds up your top five. But then you got like Chattanooga-Illinois, which is an awesome matchup that we highlighted too. You got Colorado State versus Michigan, which is an awesome matchup. You've got uh, a potential Tennessee-Villanova, which I think would be fantastic if they can get through that potential Maybe speed bumps there. TCU, Seton Hall, I think another fan. Like, this just has so many awesome matchups. Like, I look at this, and that's the side of the bracket I'm most excited about. Talk to me what you guys are feeling here and what you like off the board.
2: So, we're in the South. Obviously, we like Arizona, right? This this is – you can't pick against Arizona. Um, Arguably, probably – Minus the Zags, the best team in the the on the uh, tournament right now, the definitely the most complete team. Should have been the number one overall seed. Probably. Um, I don't know. I mean, even in their losses, right? Except the one bad one, the Arizona has competed on every level. I I I haven't done anything right because we're going through this. I'm going through this live, but I've taken Arizona all the way. So the final four are already okay um,
0: i will contest that here later but continue oh, that's
2: great <laughs> the game i don't like right and this is some big 10 bias is this michigan colorado state game
0: already got drama too did you see it with yes. colorado state not being able mm-hmm. to get chartered plane and bus
2: schedule on time yes michigan has 14 losses that's the most of any team um That hasn't had to play a do a play-in game, um, in the tournament, they don't deserve to be. uh, I'll take that back. Michigan deserved to be in a play-in game. Michigan did not deserve to be the 11 seed, seed. (laughs) and for them to be favored in this game, and then people are like, "Oh, well, this is an upset." This it's not an upset. It's Michigan got a good draw. I agree. Well, I agree with
0: that. Well, I actually like Colorado. I agree with those points outside of the good draw. I think this game could be problematic for them. I go back to when I did the interview with Mike Randall and him just Mm -hmm. in my brain, it's burned in there. The team to watch Colorado State, depending on what their draw is. I like them here at plus two and a half. I like them here to beat Michigan. I think Michigan is all bark, no bite here. It is. I think this is a game that sets up perfectly. It, But there is... The thing that makes me hesitant here, the delay in travel, that's either going to motivate this team or they're already in a bad mental state because they feel whatever way about it. Like, oh, we're not being respected. And they could use that as motivation or it could derail them completely. You know, that, that kind of person that like, they're great if every situation is perfect and lines up perfectly for them. They can't do any... And this isn't even like a major adversity thing, but I could see that Potentially having an impact here, but I like Colorado State big time in this one. I like them at plus two and a half. They are a bet I am going to wager here, and I do like them beating Michigan. I have zero faith in the Michigan Wolverines whatsoever. You have kind of
1: talked me back into that. Um, I mean, I don't. I didn't know what to do.
0: This is the Mike Randall thought, bet. I'm going to put I, it on him I too. Was, I was exactly
1: like uh, I was exactly like Dante. I was pissed off about their draw. I was pissed off that they were already favored as an 11 seed when they should have been like one of the last four in. Um, well,
0: this is that, the side of the bracket it, that has like, had tough draw draws with Tennessee like, too. What? Yeah, that
2: Tennessee, Chattanooga, my, Michigan,
0: mean, Tennessee, and um, Michigan and Tennessee both getting seedings out of whack. Sorry, yeah, Tom, I didn't mean to, long to cut you off. No,
1: I agree. I agree. Tennessee should have yeah. it, it. That that is one that the committee has firmly stamped their mark on not watching Sunday conference. Yes.
0: Or the, nat- games. <laughs> or the or net
1: matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane that they just don't watch them. Like, Tennessee's a good basketball team who won the SEC tournament, and they are a three seed.
2: Yeah, that it makes no sense to me. Look, I, I have to ask you guys, this UAB Houston
1: I love or, UAB.
2: or Loyola Ohio State, which one, which upset did y'all take? I-
1: I feel. Like- I love UAB, but it's again, it's a bias. Um, I don't know if Nate was in on this too, but I was watching Twitter and I saw Jelly Walker going crazy on the um, on on barstool when they were talking about Pickham, and they were going nuts about Jelly Walker. And then he ended up going off for forty points, and it was a lot of fun to watch that and be on the right side of the of the line on that as well.
0: He does make me feel like he could be one of those players when you get the montage at the end that just is a big chunk of that opening first two games like oh we remember him him and kiss from bryant have the two of them have the potential to kind of steal the show away this first weekend um out of those two i think i have to go uab because i think we've taught people are talking too much about how loyal like they're not even they're not i feel like most people aren't even giving ohio state like a second thought here like they're just like loyal is gonna win this game that's the read i've been getting which i I don't like like anytime it's very that's the read. The... I don't like that because I feel like that that's how you don't get an upset because the other team is coming in so prepared. Like we're being disrespected now at this point and Ohio State can still play basketball. Like they are a yep. good basketball team at times. They show the competence of a very good basketball team. It's just which one are we getting at this tournament. So if you're asking me out of those two, I'd have to go UAB because I do not think Ohio State's dropping that game to Chicago.
2: Yeah. So Ohio State has the injury bug right right now. They're one of the teams with uh, key injuries. Um, But it's very similar to the MSU Davidson where people – I'm with you, Nate, where as soon as we saw this matchup, people were just like, oh, Loyola wins that game. Loyola to the round of 32. I don't think Ohio State is going to lose this game. But UAB is the pick that I made um, for this.
0: I am as well. How about that Uh Illinois Chattanooga game? We talked a lot about Chattanooga. (laughs) I'm not – let me let me get... I'm not saying they're going to win that game, but how do we like it from a betting standpoint? Because the line is plus 7.5. Do we think that they can keep that close? Because that is a team that we talked about. Getting that draw could be tough. Now, Illinois does not rely heavily on the three-point shot, which hurts because Chattanooga does do a very good job of defending that, which was kind of the matchup we wanted to see. We wanted to see Chattanooga versus a team that was heavily reliant on kind of pace and three-point shooting. But that, that spread at 7.5 sort of jumps off a little bit on the board. My ears perk up. How do we feel? I don't think Illinois is going to lose this game, but how do we feel about whether this will be close or not? Do we think Illinois puts them into the dust, or do we think this is a close game, something to watch for the people?
1: I don't know what it is about 4-13 matchups, but this one gives me the same vibes that Arkansas-Vermont does, where it's Mm -hmm. like I could see Arkansas going on a run, I could see Illinois going on a run, um, and I'm worried about their first-round matchup. Which is crazy. But that's kinda of where I'm
2: at. Um, I don't know if you have anything on Dante. Neither Illinois or Chattanooga really shoot threes. Here's where here's where I get scared for Illinois. If this game comes if it's close, right? So Nate, you're asking can't Illinois or can Chattanooga keep it close? Correct. I think if Chattanooga keeps it close, if that's what we're talking about, I think Chattanooga wins because Illinois sucks at free throw shooting they're absolutely awful they rank in the bottom 50 percent it is going to be up to illinois to keep this game at arm's length for chattanooga but um while they don't shoot a lot of threes chattanooga still scores in volumes and uh, i'm with tim here where i'm just i'm nervous for illinois in this game i think illinois will win i think it's gonna be ugly though
0: that's not for me i'm pulling the trigger (laughs) Chattanooga really plus know. seven and a half is another bet on Nate's opening card this week. <laughs> so
2: there we go. <laughs> is, I think this is the game to watch. Like this, like this, this is the game where I'm going to sit down and nothing else is going to bother me. I am going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it,
0: it, the moment I saw it on the board, it, I immediately perked up like, Oh, I want to watch this game. This is very intriguing. It's also going to give me a good barometer for what Illinois team we might get come th- this time. Cause we talked about it. It has to run through Frazier. I think if they're gonna have success, he's kinda he's the most important piece to their success, I think. And we'll see. He's the
1: steadiest too.
0: Correct. Yes.
1: You um, never know what you're getting out of Cabrera.
0: Correct. I also think if they run it through him, that's kind of the main reason as to why. You gotta play you gotta have good defense with Frazier and you gotta everything's gonna kinda run through him. They're gonna live and die by him, I think. Um how far do we think Tennessee can go? Because this is the problem. Because if this team can't make it through, then I do think Arizona is the final four team. But I got Villanova marching, stamping their ticket for the final four. I've been talking about it. I showed you exactly why when it was a tough game in the Big East Championship. What did I say? This team doesn't get down on themselves. They know that they just have to play within their system. They have belief within their system. The system will win at all times. And that is what they continue to do week in and week out. This team knows, what's it, you're better, th- the sum of your, po- whatever that stupid phrase is. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that stupid phrase is. Whatever that what stupid
0: phrase word. is, it applies to Villanova. But they are, they are. They are the epitome of team basketball and the system working this year. And I've been hot on them. If they can – I'm worried because I think tennis, they're going to see Tennessee in the lead eight, but as long as they get through that game, I think they beat Arizona in the upset.
2: So here's the scary thing about Tennessee. I'm going to break it down Tennessee and Nova for you. Tennessee is seventh in the net. Nova is eighth. Uh, Tennessee is seven and five against top 25. Nova is eight and five. Strength of schedule, Tennessee is fourth, and Nova is sixth. These teams are way more similar – Then Uh this is a pick 'em.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I. I I don't even really have that much faith in Tennessee, Um, but yet I have them going all the way to the Elite Eight to face Arizona because I I, I don't. I don't. I don't really like. I know. I don't really believe in Nova this year. I know I should, um, but I don't. So I don't know what to do here.
2: So, the only, Nate, the only thing that scares me about Tennessee, Arizona, that, um, or Nova, Arizona, right, is that both of those teams, both Tennessee and um, Nova, have played better opponents than Arizona, and so it would present their first real challenge, uh, I guess Illinois, if Illinois makes it, Illinois presents their first real challenge to Arizona, right, but I can see Arizona dropping in the Elite 8 and maybe a 3C or a, the 3 or 2C coming out of there. I don't hate it. I think I'm still taking Arizona though.
0: See, I think but I think there. that Elite 8 game with the pressure of making it to the Final Four in your first year, Brights are a little light versus composed, very lights lights bright. Whatever. Brights are a little light. Brights are a little light. <laughs> <and> <laughs> We're firing all cylinders here, people. It's perfect. It's a yep. Tuesday. We normally record this on Thursdays. It's a Tuesday. It's early in the week for me. Um, I haven't had enough coffee in my week yet to have my brain going on all cylinders. Oh,
2: that's what yeah. it is. Uh-huh. The machine
0: is not properly oiled on a Tuesday.
2: He also called Tim Tom in our group chat. Yeah, that did happen.
0: So, <laughs> so. we're really, yeah, we're really firing um, on all cylinders here. But yeah, I I just think Villanova. Uh, I have fallen probably a little too in love with this Villanova team and the way they play, but I think, he's I think the leadership experience, I think Gillespie just always being a walk-it bucket when you need one or a walking play when you need one, whether that's distributing to the open bucket or getting you that bucket, is sort of a cheat code. There's a lot of composure on this team, a lot of leadership. Jay Wright's been in these situations. The machine just keeps on rolling, um, no matter what piece you put into it. And so I just I like them out I think Arizona's a great story. I think they get to the elite eight. I think there's a very, very good chance they make it to the final four. But I just I'm going Villanova in this game. I I I can't have all one seeds in there. I don't have it mm-hmm. in this top part of the bracket. This is the top part of the bracket. I don't have a single one seed in there. I got Texas Tech and Villanova. But Arizona's the strongest argument out of the two, I think.
1: All right, hand up. I'm not a big stats guy, um, but we've covered three Big East teams so far in this bracket, and Nate has two of them making a run.
0: <laughs> I do, but I have t- I have seen <laughs> Hall. To be fair, I have seen Hall losing to TCU, and in the bottom half, I have a lot of Big East teams losing right away. So it's really so, just Matt- UConn, UConn, and Villanova. I do I overrate UConn for sure. But I think the way they're built, they are very, they easily could go on a run or they could be out the first game. Like they are, they are, they are hot and cold. One of the two love Villanova, We'll talk about the rest of these teams, but yeah.
2: <laughs> when we're talking about overvalued conferences, the Big Ten having nine teams is disgusting.
0: Oh, you better put up or shut up this year because people
2: used to get on the Big East <laughs> not, for this.
0: <laughs> this, you guys are setting yourselves up for some major oh, failure here.
2: Next year, they're going to invite four teams if the Big Ten sh- gets dropped, yep. if every team gets popped the first weekend.
0: <laughs> but I did try to check my bias at the door, but it's still there. I mean, we got the sign above if you're watching, it's tough. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not great. I
2: don't even know how you like Texas A&M, right. Misses The tournament, which is a a farce Mm -hmm. like Oklahoma misses the tournament and Rutgers makes it. Although Oklahoma, um, not great. Good. Good. Statistically, but not doesn't pass the eye test. Right. Yeah.
1: No, not for Oklahoma, but the Texas A&M one was ridiculous winning, winning a solid sec conference. Um, uh, going to the title game not winning it but going to the title game making that run that they did um should have been enough to get them in oh just like michigan's run before Juwan howard oh. came back
2: that don't even get me started do we get to talk <laughs> about your favorite team nate do we get to talk about virginia tech can we go we to the east absolutely <laughs> do we are headed to the east gentlemen this
0: is a lot of fun for me because it's got a lot of teams that I have a big root and interest in right now at this point because of what Virginia Tech did to Duke. I love them at this point in time. And Kentucky, who I've been high on, which might give away a little bit. When you look (laughs) at this bracket, this is interesting. Yeah. What are you Mm -hmm. liking here? What matchups are you liking? I love the bottom part of this East. The matchups here with the potential Murray-Kentucky battle for the state of Kentucky, which then could go on to play, I think, the winner of Virginia Tech-Purdue, which will be Purdue, I think. But I think Virginia Tech gets the upset against Texas this season. That is my kind of big upset is that 11-6 matchup. That is Virginia Tech. That's what I marked down. The first time I saw the bracket, I said, that's the one that if I had to put my hard-earned cash on as far as upset city goes, it's that team. Because Virginia Tech is playing with an absolute, unbelievable amount of swagger coming off that ACC tournament run and what they did to Duke. Beautiful. And this is a team I normally do not root for at all. I stay away from them. Yeah. Also, my, my Big Ten biased. I have Marquette losing right out the gates to UNC. Um so yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, my initial thought I did have I did have Marquette as well. Um and then in the the Wyoming Indiana game, I almost wanted to just take Indiana over UCLA, but I do have Virginia Tech matching up against Kentucky.
2: You have Virginia is, Tech you think Indiana is going to beat You think Indiana is going to no, beat Virginia Wyoming?
1: Tech. I don't know. That one I don't know. I right now I have Indiana. I don't I want to see how that game goes because I feel like this game, just like we alluded to earlier, could also be that UCLA team. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas you think it's Rutgers, I never really had that feeling about Rutgers. It could happen. I do have that feeling about whoever wins this Wyoming Indiana. And now that I'm thinking about it more, this this almost gives me that Indiana is kind of that Michigan State where you feel like they could go on a run, but they're they're going to get squashed before their season even their uh, postseason tournament even starts. And then Wyoming goes on a run here.
2: So Nate, I'm using Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead.
1: Cause I kinda like UCLA, but I also think they're frauds. But then it's also going back to the Pac twelve and what they did in the tournament last year. We can't I, I can't forget what the Pac twelve did. It was like instant. It was like, oh, Pac twelve team playing, bet on them. Don't even care. Take them money line, take them spread, take them both ways, mm-hmm. and you're gonna work out just fine. And that's once it got to the second round, that's just what was happening. And it was crazy. And it might happen again this year.
2: Yeah, so Nate, you got to convince me here because usually I'm doing the convincing for you, but you got to convince me. Tell me why I'm not picking Texas over Virginia Tech. I know Texas on a three-game losing streak, right, or four-game losing streak or something crazy. But Chris Beard has taken teams to the Final Four.
0: This is not untrue. It's It's a risky wager, but this is what I like about, and I'm using Haslam metrics, which I normally use. Virginia Tech is outside the top 100 when it comes to three-point points, three point shots per 100 chips. But they're in the top 10 for hitting them. They have the seventh-best three-point percentage in the country right now. They are very efficient there. They play good defense, especially three-point defense, and they play a, a, a style of defense that will not allow Texas to kind of get into their game. They're efficient offensively, top 25 team efficient, efficiency in offense. And it comes down, I do believe in momentum. I do believe in that factor of when you are a team like Virginia Tech in a weak ACC, arguably not playing your best basketball season, you get into the ACC tournament, you rip off a bunch of great games in a row, play top-tier talented teams, and then you go against Duke, a pick that many people are doing number one, pressure to win Coach K his final ACC tournament title, and they come in, and a dude who looks like he is 12 just absolutely embarrasses you, that's a team that captured my heart. It might be a little bit of like a... buying into the momentum a little too hard, but I am a big believer in momentum, and I just I think the brand of basketball they're playing at the end of the season creates some problems for a Texas team that I think is slightly overrated. Hmm.
1: I don't feel as confident about virginia tech even though i did take them um i've been thinking about switching that back because it kind of always feels like in past you you put too much stock in those uh conference tournaments those conference championships a lot of times they'll go on they'll win them and then they'll fizzle out in the tournament so i i really don't know what to do with this the other thing this one this one's gotten me like ready to take a pen and Cross it back out and change it. I don't
0: know. Here's the other thing. This this could get ugly real quick because once again, like I said, Virginia Tech outside the one top 100 in taking in three point sh- shots per attempt every 100 trips, but they're making it at a top 10 rate. Right. Texas on the other side is outside the top 200 in three point attempts per 100 trips, and they're a hundred and thirtieth in making them. So. It's one of those situations, it's tournament time, a team with kind of nothing to lose comes in, they're playing loose, they're feeling good, look good, feel good, play good, against a team that relies pretty heavily on their defense in Texas, cannot get into a shooting contest here. So if Tech is being very efficient, if they're hitting their threes, this is what makes them, this is what I look for when I'm looking for a team to, to um, do an upset. As well as, Tennessee, or Tennessee, while Texas is a very good defense, eighth in defensive efficiency, Mm -hmm. they're 90th in three-point percentage allowed defensively. So this is a team that hasn't guarded the three all that great. But do I have to worry about you shooting threes if I turn you over? True. This is the gamble. But you're asking me, I gotta pick an upset here. And I'm looking across the board. This this has the makings like these teams are built in the way that you look for an upset. I'm not saying that it, well, I am saying this is the one that I think is going to happen. But if yeah. you were to tell me this isn't it, it's another one, I'm not going to dissuade you. I just look at these teams and I go, yeah, this, this has the makings for a potential upset here.
1: Is it weird that like, this is the most wide open bracket, but like picking upsets is almost forced. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. No, it is, it's almost yeah. forced. Uh, because yeah.
2: forced it's like pick, yeah, you're because, forced,
1: you're looking at picking an upset, just an upset, and well, you have Virginia, to in your Tech, Texas, You know it's going to happen, so you got to pick your spot. <laughs> it just feels weird that it's like the most wide open, but like I don't see too many of the lower seated teams. Like I'm not confident in any of them making runs. Like either. I have
0: another one on the other side that but if you told confident. me it was a better pick than this one, I wouldn't say yeah. I mean, I I can't dissuade you from it, but like I don't know. I just it's one of those things. It's, it, the way it shakes out, the way the numbers look, that's where my gut is.
2: So then we got Virginia Tech against Purdue. And you think that Matt Painter will be able to coach his way out of that game? Because that's that sounds like a Virginia Tech run. Potentially. To me. It could break. That's also like I have oh,
0: Wyoming yeah. beating Indiana, and then if they can beat St. Mary's, which I'm just doing for the heck of it. There's a potential there against the UCLA team. The Purdue team, it's tough because I do like Purdue. I think Painter gets out coached in the next round in the Sweet 16 against
2: Kentucky. Against oh, they Kentucky. Get, they get blasted they by get, like 30 or
0: correct. 20 or 30. That's correct. the matchup. Yeah,
2: that's
1: yeah. Correct. I just think. I don't see them getting that far.
0: I think Tech, after beating Texas, after beating Duke, after the run they went on, and this sounds almost counterintuitive. There's not as much gas in the tank to go up against a Purdue team that if they get to play their game, they get to bang in the paint, slow it down. You know, that's a winnable. It's a very winnable game for Purdue. And then they get so, blasted by Kentucky, and Kentucky goes on a run to the Final Four.
2: So we have no faith in St. Mary's, who I, I think, this is controversial, I think they should have been a 4C, not a 5C. It's not that Although, I don't have faith
0: in them, it's just I think that there's a potential for a runaway train there if they can't hold back whoever wins that Wyoming-Indiana game because I think UCLA could have some trouble there. No, I oh, think UCLA you, is a better you have dropped team. from
1: the line?
2: Maybe UCLA.
0: No, that's fair. I don't hate it. I mean, St. Mary's yeah, Maybe
2: St. Mary's did beat Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe UCLA. Um, I would say Providence uh factor also in fair. their luck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all right. But I think, I think the, those, the record those are, still has to still has to hold strong when it comes to Providence, um, especially doing it in the Big East. I know that their net doesn't kind of um, favor them very well, but I think they at least deserve a four seed when it comes to the Big East.
2: It probably is UCLA. Like their strength of schedule was thirteenth versus St. Mary's five. Um UCLA just had better opponents to play uh, down the stretch than St. Mary's did. Mm-hmm. So it probably would have been UCLA. All which right. I guess at the end of the day doesn't really matter because I have St. Mary's versus UCLA and then <laughs> UCLA versus Baylor. So
0: Fair enough. Who do you have coming out of this
1: side of the bracket?
2: Kentucky. I feel like this yes. is so, Sir. Yeah, I so like
1: this... go. I. I'm going to have to change it. Baylor.
2: <laughs> 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 I just I'm feel like I, Nate convinced I me can't. For the last two podcasts, that Kentucky was under the radar, and then in true Nate fashion, as soon as Nate says that, Twitter explodes with like, "Look how good Ken- Coach uh, um, Calibari and-, and Kentucky is," and I was like, "Wow, Nate j- literally just said that on the pod."
1: No, yeah, I've been I've been looking <laughs> at Kentucky for a while um, too, and I really like the way that they played. It's and just
2: they, it's they just, have both. Like a, it'll run out. He has for the first time. Not the first time that Anthony Davis team um, had this, too, a little bit. But he has both vets and um, mm-hmm. freshmen on that team, and he, he doesn't use has do that. that. Mix. Yeah. He finally
1: right. has that mix again, and some transfers, too.
2: Yep. Yeah, and you had T.T. So, T.
0: Washington and Wheeler out for some... Tie-tie? Tie-tie.
1: What did I just say? Did I say T.T.? You said T.T.
2: Washington. I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, who
1: is that? that's one of those that's one of those ones I can hear I can hear you flip words around and stuff but TT T. Washington is not something I can let go so bad okay <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad
0: alright <laughs> get both of them out <laughs> and they still like they missed some good time <laughs> and they still had the fourth most efficient offense fuck Oh my God,
2: that was Boy. terrible.
0: We're having ourselves a day, folks. Sorry,
2: Ty, Ty. <laughs> we love you. Ty, <laughs> uh,
1: Ty. Okay. Is, it not, is this not the most scary like second round matchup too for a big uh, the Murray you know, big number two seed Murray, Murray Kentucky, State being yeah. thirty two my bracket thirty and two my bracket out Kentucky too, so all of them got. All of them wanted to go to Kentucky. None of them got recruited there, and they ended up in Murray State, and they just rolled through their conference.
0: Well, Murray State's won what, like thirty games too, and it's 30 like
2: games thirty games undefeated <sighs> in their um, in their conference. I know.
0: I do think that the San Francisco Murray State presents a challenge for that. Like, I think people are just breezing right through that game. I do think San Francisco is going to give them a game. Like, I don't think that's just people just seem to be writing that off. Like, it's going to be Kentucky versus Murray State. I do have Murray State playing kentucky but i think that game presents a challenge for them in that first round like i don't think that's a write-off game by any stretch of the imagination um just throwing that out there but yeah it is that this is where my bracket could completely go up in flames Is <laughs> that murray state kentucky game but mm-hmm. i just i love this kentucky team this team is i've been saying it forever as dante said you can roll back the tapes this is i love this team out of this division um and I think this is Cal's best coaching job. I think this team, like you said, has a good mixture of young guys and old guys and talent across the board, and they're just incredibly efficient with the ball. And, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about this Kentucky team. And that's coming from a person who does not generally like to root
2: for Kentucky. No. Nah.
0: All right. Anything else in this before we move to the Midwest?
2: No, I think we we covered that pretty extensively. We might have covered that as much as we did uh, uh, West. <laughs>
0: and the <other> West. <laughs> yeah. for real, Midwest, the chaos bracket. Uh,
2: my brain
0: is in <laughs> such a pretzel to do what to do here. This is, I think, there's an argument for another eleven versus six seed upset here with Iowa State potentially. I'm going to rely on you guys maybe a little bit more there. I, I think that has potential there. I think Wisconsin Auburn is gonna be the matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. And that presents an awesome, interesting challenge. And then I don't know what to do. Like I got Iowa Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen, and I I don't even feel very good about that. Like my stomach gets sick trying to pick this this bracket. I, I every pick I just said, I could go the other way at various different times. Where are you guys here? Because my brain is in a pretzel with this
1: one. I'm I'm exactly with you, Nate. I like Iowa. I think they could go on a run, but everybody likes Iowa and thinks that they could go on a run, so that makes me think that they won't go on a run. Um, And then you get down to the bottom and you look at USC and Auburn, and USC can still pull it off. Auburn has shown that their guards like to shoot them out of games, but I love the way Auburn plays, too, when they get hot. So I don't know what to do with Auburn. Uh, th- th- this is just a bracket of teams that I don't know what to do with. Is Johnny yeah. Davis gonna be healthy? If he's not, Wisconsin could lose to Colgate. Dead. I mean yeah. it,
2: it, I mean Wisconsin's playing at home, so maybe they won't lose the Colgate, but we could, they could <laughs> lose the next one. They
1: could they could, though, yeah. too. I mean they, Yeah. You, that I one, like I, USC I
2: over Auburn.
1: Do you not? That Talk one, to me about guys that. And I was like, I, I I don't know. It's like I like that one, but I don't.
2: Um this one, I can't really talk to you about, Nate, other than it's just like a just gut a feeling. feeling. Yeah. I, I
1: have the same gut feeling, too. Yeah. And it's like, uh, maybe I didn't know what to do there. And then I took Auburn to the Final Four just because like, once they get past USC, I feel like if they get past US- USC, they've kind of proven it. And they're kind of good enough to be able to win all these games. And they're good enough to get past Kansas. They, I mean, they have the athleticism. They have the guards. But sometimes they don't have the guards because they like to shoot themselves out of a game.
2: Yeah, here's the other thing with you at like USC versus Wisconsin is also another scary matchup because USC, like Tim just pointed out, they will shoot themselves out of the game, but they can score a lot of points, and Wisconsin does isn't in the business of scoring a bunch of points. No.
0: And the question around health for Wisconsin is like the yeah. biggest question ever because that that's the danger of putting them super far, like. <sighs> I don't know what to do. Like, there's a part of me that just says, screw it, put Kansas all the way through, but I don't like that at all because I don't think Kansas is a strong one. But at the same time, I look at this bracket, absolute
2: chaos, I don't know. uh, Iowa is tough because they didn't play. If it wasn't for the Big Ten, Iowa didn't play anymore, right? Yeah. And so... But Iowa is so fast. I think they're one of the fastest teams in the in the tournament. And if you get into a foot race with Iowa, I don't care what team you are, it could fail, spell disasters. And Kansas' defense isn't stout. No. They
1: love to run and they love to shoot and they can make it. So I really don't know what to do with Iowa. It's becoming too trendy of a pick for me, though. And that's the only reason that I'm having second guesses. I think
2: I'm going to tell you Kansas.
1: Well, I have Auburn, chances. but I like them to. But I almost like them to lose in the in the second round.
2: I'm taking that. I'm taking USC over Auburn. <laughs> I'm taking that one. So Tim, we're choosing I'm chaos. We
0: we woke flag. up you and chose choose. chaos so in this I'll, bracket. I'll
2: leave Auburn to go to the final four. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I need to help exactly. Dante's bracket bracket out.
2: Yep, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right. So what
1: is the plan But,
2: now, but tell, or Nate, do you have? Would you have Auburn over USC, or do you have USC over Auburn? I have Auburn over USC. Okay, and then you got Auburn versus Wisconsin.
0: And I have Auburn. I don't like it because it, it all comes down to the health of, of Davis. But You're at right. this point in time, I can't make the assumption that he's going to be healthy come week – or the Sweet 16. Like, or that they'll even be there. So I have to take Auburn. But if he's healthy, I think that's where Auburn's run comes to an end. Because I think that's one of those, like, we we got hot that first week with their style of basketball. You have the break. You come back and you play a team like Wisconsin – and if they're not on from the jump, they're gonna shoot themselves out the gym.
2: <laughs> yeah. So now you
1: add, you start be, this would, off. You'd be looking at like a Wisconsin Iowa Elite Eight almost. No,
2: that won't happen.
0: No, I have Kansas. Like okay. I just that won't like, and I don't like it. <laughs> like I don't like having Kansas there beating Iowa, but like I have Kansas beating Iowa, <clears throat> and then I have Kansas Auburn, and Kansas winning that game. Like I hate this bracket that I've picked down here. Like I I hate it, but I just. I'm having so my my brain is in such a puzzle. I don't know how to solve this because, like, I could see the I could see Iowa the way they play offense, making it to the elite eight. Could you not? But then
1: no, I have I have this one as the toughest one to pick, but I have the most chalk in this region.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
1: Oh. Um, Yeah, so I just. So so I believe you, and I agree with (laughs) what you're saying about how crazy this one could be, but like, I don't know what to do with it. Like, it's going to be
2: pure chaos, I think. And you started this off with how do we feel about LSU versus Iowa State? And I wanna say FU committee for making us try to pick this game. <laughs>
1: I took Iowa State just because I did too. No longer there. And that is my sole reason. They, they they could play better without a
2: coach. I don't know.
0: I'm probably gonna bet on plus four, to be honest, Iowa State.
2: Well, because you guys took Iowa State, I'm gonna go ahead and, and pick the Tigers for chaos. That's Dante's fair. gonna have
1: the best bracket. <laughs> Of the three of us, right. because he's strictly going against the two of us. Whenever no, we agree. no, yeah. uh, we, no. We whenever, on whenever, so. whenever, Watch whenever Creighton beat Nate Kansas. And I agree, though. Dante's like, okay, good, go the other yeah. way.
2: <laughs> but you just did the same thing for me with USC and and Auburn.
1: This is true. I don't know. Cause I still, I you you made me
2: keep it.
0: Watch Providence well, lose no, to South Dakota USC. State. USC.
2: You said you're gonna pick Auburn because I picked the USC.
0: You know what's gonna happen? Providence is gonna lose to South so Dakota me State. You made keep Auburn. Just because That's of what the luck.
2: I'm saying the same thing. What are you saying, Nate? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, you're fine. <laughs> We're own side <laughs> conversation. right. Sign right. conversations. Side conversations with a I'm, podcast. I'm,
2: Professional I'm, podcasters. Okay? Don't worry. All
0: good. I said, because this is the bracket of chaos, this is what's going to happen. South Dakota State's going to beat Providence because everybody will then get to call them frauds, and that will just be the perfect bow tie in this season. Creighton's going to beat Kansas. I was going to, you know... Don't you say I that? No, Go to the elite eight.
2: Creighton will not. Auburn's going to
0: lose to USC. Wisconsin is going to get healthy because whatever they're going to be in the elite eight against. Who did I have? Iowa. Iowa. It'll be Wisconsin, <laughs> you Iowa. That won't happen.
2: And it's we'll all die. We'll do Wisconsin, Iowa. It's the same reason why you won't have two big Ten teams in the, (laughs) in the college football playoff. No one wants to watch that. Nobody. That's why I said we'll all die. And then we'll all die when we have to watch watch Iowa, Wisconsin. You can watch that six times in a regular season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate this bracket. I hate it so much in the Midwest,
1: Um, but it's going to be awesome. That's also why the big 10 struggles in the uh, NCAA tournament is that they get used to being able to, to grab and uh, clutch and grab and hold and, uh, all that stuff on defense, and then they come into the tournament and they start blowing these fouls, and then everybody ends up in foul trouble. It's like, what do I do now?
0: Yeah, so that's where we're at. Right now I have Kansas, though, unfortunately, because I just I don't know what to do. So I got Villanova, Kansas, Kentucky, Texas Tech, Final Four. I got Kentucky, Villanova in the finals with Kentucky winning the national championship over Jay White Wildcats. Gotcha.
2: That's Wildcats. what I got. That's crazy. I got Texas Tech, Kentucky, Arizona kansas i'm going chalk on the other side oh all All right
1: right. i got gonzaga kentucky arizona and auburn
2: okay i got kentucky winning over the wildcats there we
1: go and i have a rematch not a rematch but a matchup of the assistant former assistant coach at gonzaga i have Uh. gonzaga versus arizona And the assistant, the little brother, coming to win it for Arizona to win the national. First year head
0: coach winning the national. Let me tell you
2: how I will not watch that game. (laughs) I'm not watching Gonzaga versus Arizona. I'm sorry, that's one is boring. I understand the storyline, but that's a boring game. I'm not watching that.
0: That's fair. I will be doing something
2: else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like
1: everybody else on a Monday night, like the stupid committee. Oh God.
0: Yeah. All right, not bad. <laughs> but
2: Wildcats versus Wildcats, right? That's yeah. What I got. Wildcats yeah. Versus yeah, Wildcats
0: versus mm-hmm. Wildcats, which I think leads us to if you're just betting, like if you're looking for prop bets, I mean, I think I have to sprinkle a little on Kentucky plus 850 and Villanova plus 2,000. Like those two jump off the board for me. Just to mm. sprinkle a little I on like there. Those. Like plus 2,000 with Villanova plus 850 with Kentucky. I like those futures right there, folks. You can take the UConn Huskies for plus eight
2: thousand five hundred. <laughs> what
1: is MSU? And plus just burn what, your million,
0: burn they your don't money. Even,
1: they don't even offer that one.
0: Uh, plus twenty five Yes. man. Could you
2: imagine if somebody hit that? Oh, oh man. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So that's what I got. All right, not bad. Any uh, final thoughts before we wrap
2: this one up? Take I'm ready to those...
1: predict uh, chalk, but uh, expect chaos.
2: Yes. <laughs> also, take one of those those um, either Wyoming, Indiana, or Rutgers, um, Notre Dame. Take one of those teams past the uh, past the round of sixty-four.
0: I like that. I very much like that. One of those teams, I think we pointed out, is breaking through. I like it if it's Wyoming. If it's Rutgers, sure, I'll ride with you. But I think Notre Dame is beating Rutgers. Just my that's two cents fine. on it. So that's where that's I'm at with that. Alrighty, folks. We will post our brackets. Don't worry. We hold ourselves accountable. And we'll be back next week to discuss what happened and what I am promising will be an absolute ludicrous weekend, um, to say the least. Midwest Division is going to give me heartburn. And uh, the rest of it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> as Alrighty, al- Nate. As always. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace.